for ears to hear, eyes to see. We're believing, Father God, for a further renewal of the mind in Jesus name we commit to embrace and this word it is our life it is our it is in, in you we live and move and have our being and Lord God we depend on your word and we want your word to increase us to strengthen us to encourage us to to set us on course to set us right where we we've deviated Lord we just give you the praise for it we commit to be doers of the word of God Lord thank you so much tonight for showing us what we've not seen before thank you father for opening doors through this word thank you father the word is prophetic and it will pierce through breakthrough and cause a increase to happen in every uh, person's life here no matter what the age no matter what the 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 sex in Jesus name no matter married unmarried in no matter what the demographic is Lord God your word works it works in Africa. It works in in uh, in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and it'll work anywhere on the face of this earth. In Jesus' name, it is incorruptible seed, and we have put and built our whole life, and we depend on it. In Jesus' name, we give you the glory. Hallelujah and Amen. Amen. Praise God. We're talking tonight about faith for prosperity, and uh, uh, Hallelujah. Well, how y'all like my decorations I hung? Thank you, Jesus. I'll let you know what those are about in just a minute. Hallelujah. But I want to talk about prosperity uh, uh, for a second. Not for a second, for a few minutes. But um, there's really three parts to prosperity. The way I see it, and I believe I see it by the Holy Spirit. I believe He gave me this. And it, you know, nothing new, not anything going to surprise you. The first part of prosperity is the fact, is covenant. Is just the fact that we have a covenant with Almighty God. When we receive Jesus Christ as our Savior, we enter into covenant. And that part of that covenant is prosperity. Brother Hagin has a book. I'm trying to order that now. I want to get that ordered. Uh, we used to, but I'm sure some of you have copies of it. A redeemed for poverty, sickness, and spiritual death. Hallelujah. So a three parts to our covenant, but one of the parts is the is prosperity. We are pre-blessed. Once we're born again, we're not going to get blessed. God doesn't bless us according to... Uh, he's not going to bless you and decide to bless you according to your works. He blessed you because of the works of Jesus and what Jesus did on the cross. So He already decided to bless you. He already released that blessing to you. And you are blessed. Hallelujah. Now, and then uh, under that covenant part has to do with the fact that we have access to the promises. In the covenant and in the new birth, we gained access to the promises. The promises of God, the scriptures of God that promise us prosperity, health, and all those things, they belong to us and we have access to them. They now become our tools. Hallelujah. Just like the... Um, uh, a mechanic has tools. He, in fact, he he has a big set of tools. A mechanic will expensive tools, and they will have a sign sometimes up in their shop and say, uh, "No, you can't borrow my tools. Don't even ask." They do not loan their tools out if you're a really super mechanic. 
Uh, they don't want to loan them out. They uh, take very good care of them. They have uh, spent a lot on them. Jesus spent a lot to give you these promises. Hallelujah. God gave his very best to give us these promises. They were expensive. Hallelujah. So we have these promises and they're our tools. And then also in the new birth or in the covenant, we have access to God's power. Access to his word, access to God's power. Every bit of the power we have access to. Hallelujah. So the second part of prosperity is then becomes the renewed mind. Because what you don't know you have, you will have it, it won't benefit you very little. If you don't know you have it. If your mind's not renewed to the fact of covenant. Renewed to the fact so much. I mean, you can have a head knowledge that says, yeah, yeah, I get that, I get that. But you got to have it to the renewed mind is when you, you believe it, Garland. I mean, you... You know it. You don't just heard somebody preach it. You know, when we first got into this message, uh, I remember hearing Brother Copeland preach and thinking, Oh, my word, I've never heard that before. How, I don't get it. I, I, how am I going to hold on to this? I, gotta, I can't remember that. You know, I didn't have it. My mind wasn't renewed to it. It belonged to me. And I was assenting to it. I knew it sounded right. I knew I had a witness in my heart it was right. But I, I didn't have a hold of it. And so the renewed mind has a hold of it. Uh, the renewed mind has a strong hold of it. Hallelujah. That's good Alabama talk, that hold of it. Hallelujah. Now in some places they would say have a hold of it. But no, in Alabama we have a hold of it. Hallelujah. And that's even more powerful than having a hold of it. When you have a hold of it, hallelujah, you've got it. Hallelujah. Amen. And you can't be talked out of it. Hallelujah. So this renewed mind has, a, has to do with thinking right. And sometimes I think people think their mind's renewed, but I know they're not thinking right. Hallelujah. So it's not even just having a, the word memorized, but it's being the renewed mind knows how to apply it to your life. It thinks right. It thinks like God would think. About, not just, oh yeah, God wants me prosperous. Well, okay, and what else does he want? Hallelujah. And we'll find out some things about that tonight. And then uh, uh, the renewed mind also, the renewed mind has revelation. The renewed mind has had these truths revealed to him. The renewed mind has wisdom of how to apply the truths and how to live these things. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. And then this third part of prosperity is what I would call our part. Now, the renewed mind also is really up to you, not up to God. God won't renew your mind for you. Hallelujah. He'll help you, but He won't do it. You're going to have to do some things. You're going to have to get under the Word of God. More than just on Sunday morning, you'll never have a renewed mind just being a Sunday morning Christian. It ain't going to happen, folks. It takes more than that, especially we're so inundated with this world system and how the world system thinks. The TV, the movies, you know, all the movies even have an agenda. Even way back, I remember it was a long time ago when I discovered that movies had an agenda. I didn't realize it. I thought it was just a sweet story. 
you know. And I, I remember, you know, it was probably back in the 90s. I mean, I'd been around a little while. And, and, and of course, we don't watch a humongous amount of movies, but we do occasionally. And most of the ones I watch are old. Not real old, not like Doris Day old, although I do watch some of those too, I admit. But those are kind of cheesy. <laughs> Actually, some of those back in the 80s and 90s are getting kind of, they're getting kind of cheesy now, aren't they? But anyway, uh, but I realized this movie has an agenda. They're trying to make me think this way. They're trying to make me think this way about abortion. They're trying to make me think this way about, uh, 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 about being liberal, you know, about uh I know one movie I saw, I, it's like it dawned on me. They're trying to make me be a tree hugger. Oh you know, they're trying to make me think, you know, to, to we got to, you know, that we're running out of stuff and, you know, and, and that we got global warming and it's all melting and, and we're fixing to run out of, we need to get rid of some people because we don't have enough food to sustain. You know, that's all that tree hugging, liberal, green thinking, you know. Not that all of it's wrong. I mean, we do need to, I don't, you know, I believe you should treat the earth right. Don't litter and stuff, but hallelujah, we're not going to run out. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So, these these things that are they're listening to, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty naive. I really admit it. But I didn't even catch that music, like I don't catch it a lot of times. It's like it can have a meaning. And it, they don't even have to backward mask it for me. I just don't catch, you know. Even when they just say it out straight forward, it's like, I just, you know, am more, I guess I'm simple, you know, in those ways. And so, uh, hallelujah. <clears throat> but all of these agendas and all of these people and these ways, they, and books, hallelujah, not to mention books and your textbooks. And the textbooks, they write flat out old lies in textbooks. You know, they've lied, they lie about our founding fathers. And we're not even talking about in college textbooks. We're talking about in grade school textbooks. Hallelujah. They, they, they try to make them appear that they were, uh, uh, well, they try to make them appear all sorts of ways, and you know these things. So anyway, um, praise God. We have to have this constant renewal and input of the Word to stay renewed in the spirit of our mind. Hallelujah. So our part, then our part on prosperity would, of course, include tithes and offerings. Hallelujah. That's part of our part. Hallelujah. To We join our... It's not works. It's, it's faith. We do these things with faith. Uh, also part of our part when it comes to prosperity would include things like working. You know? Hallelujah. Also things like the detail things like paying our bills. By like taking care of business. Those are parts of prosperity. And a lot of people just, you know, I've seen people that wanted God to just do it all. Just the God part thing. And I've seen people that, that I've seen people that, 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 uh, uh, that tried to make this thing work without a renewed mind. Thank you, Jesus. So it takes all of those parts. And so last week, and we were talking about supernatural debt reduction. And I think a lot of times we are, um, I, I believe in the supernatural, don't get me wrong. I believe in it more and more every day. I believe that it's a lot more supernatural 
than we've even seen. I believe there's a lot more to this in the spirit realm than we've seen. I believe the angels have a lot more part than we've ever seen. I believe the I, I, I just believe that if we'll take all the limits off of God, we'll see supernatural things just like in, just like the Bible talks about. Amen. So I'm not trying to, to in any way diminish that. But on the other hand, I think we got to we got to know that there's all these parts and they have to fit together. Uh, and God wants us to move in all of these things. Hallelujah. So we talked the other day about three ways God supernaturally removes debt. And we covered two of them real good. We covered, number one, He provides the finances. And we talked about how the widow, where He told her, you know, to go and borrow vessels. She had a little bit of oil to start with. And he said, go borrow vessels and pour it in. We saw that he provided finances that way. And she took those that oil and she went and sold it and paid off her debt. We saw that Peter went and put a hook in the... He told him, go put a hook in the lake or river. Or, anyway, I think it was a lake. And he went and put it in there and, uh, and he drew up a coin out of the fish's mouth. And... Uh, uh, that 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 paid his taxes, and then we found we saw how uh, Jesus told Peter where to drop the nets on what side of the boat, and and he caught a supernatural catch uh, when he had been toiling and fishing and not not catching anything. And then we talked about the th the second way that God uh, supernaturally removes debt, and that is uh, number two, and that is just he removes the debt. Uh, in other words, and we talked last week, we talked about some supernatural things we had heard of in the earth. We talked about the woman in Peru who was in a special meeting and she had her, uh, uh, she got a, they, the, the evangelist called out, the first one up here will uh, uh, get a supernatural debt reduction and nobody came and she came and she uh, uh, forgot about it and three days later went to pay a, bill at the bank and it was totally all paid off and and she says who paid it off and they called the one that had received the transaction over and he said well you did ma'am don't you remember and she went yeah yeah I remember <laughs> she remembered the meeting she had been in but her angel had come hallelujah and had paid that off her angel that looked like her that had taken on her form had come and and had paid off the debt. You know, there's money hid all over this world. Hallelujah. And the angels know where it's at. God knows where it's at. You know, there's sunken treasure. There's stuff at the bottom of the ocean. Hallelujah. There's money that people have lost. Uh, thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. And so he just removes the debt. We talked about Matthew 6, 12 in the Lord's Prayer where he says, Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. We talked about sometimes debts just get forgiven. God moves on people and they get forgiven. Uh, we talked about how uh, in Colossians 2 in the Amplified Bible it says, Jesus canceled and blotted out and wiped away the handwriting of the note. We have we've heard of this where somebody in Birmingham got their school debts just completely wiped off the books nobody nobody knows why nobody knows how hallelujah just wiped away uh, cleared completely out of the way and then we also talked about under this removing debt how sometimes debt gets reduced supernaturally people forgive debts people reduce debts uh, sometimes even uh, 
if you when you listen to the Holy Ghost, there's been people that just contacted credit card companies or contacted people and got them to reduce the debt. Happens all the time. That's not even uncommon. We they advertise that on TV, you know. Uh, so God, but how much more God? And then. Um, so the third one we want to cover tonight is how God moves upon others. And we can go uh, to Philemon, verse 18. And I'm not going to read that because I want to read it in Amplified to you. But uh, we know that Paul is writing this letter and uh, uh, and so this... Uh, this slave, I, I believe his name is Onesimorphus or something like that. I don't know if I said that right. But anyway, Paul is leaving and he says, If he has done you wrong in any way or owes anything to you, charge that to my account. I, Paul, write it with my own hand. I promise to pay it in full. Now that's the Amplified, what it says about that scripture. So Paul said, you know, just put that on my account. Uh, God moves upon others. Have you ever had anybody buy your lunch? Uh, you know, I'm not saying that it may be 100% of the time, but probably in your case 100% of the time, it's God getting harvest back to you. And sometimes we don't even recognize that, number one, that it was God moving on them, or number two, that it was part of our harvest. What about gifts that God moves on people to give you? What not just monetary gifts, but other other kinds of gifts that 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 God moves upon them and uh, causes them to um, to do things for you. I know uh, pastors not a pastors not uh, he doesn't mind asking uh, on the you know he's asked credit card companies for things he's asked he even called the city of Tuscaloosa. They said no, but it never hurts to ask when this water leak thing and ask them to reduce it. And they said no way, but you know, hey, you might as well get out there and ask. Hallelujah. And don't, don't, don't get me wrong. We're going to ask the owner of this place to pay for all of that. Hallelujah. And we believe she will. Hallelujah. And um, so people, but sometimes we ask and, and God does it, but sometimes we don't, we don't ask and God does it. And, uh, but when you're dealing with companies and stuff, you know, it doesn't hurt to ask. And so in Luke 10, verse 30, we'll turn to this one. And you know this story. This is the story of the Good Samaritan. And he... Uh, Verse 37, verse, chapter 10, verse 30 through 37 says, um, And Jesus answering said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves, which stripped him of his raiment and wounded him and departed, leaving him half dead. And by chance there came down a certain priest that way. And when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. 
And likewise a Levite, when he was at the place, came and looked on him and passed by on the other side. And a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was. And when he saw him, he had compassion on him. And he went to him and bound up his wounds, pouring in oil and wine, and set him on his own beast and brought him to an inn and took care of him. And on the morrow, when he departed, he took out two pence and gave them to the host and said unto him, Take care of him, and whatsoever thou spendest more when I come again, I will repay thee. Which now of these three thinkest thou was neighbor unto him that fell among the thieves? And he said, He that showed mercy on him, then said Jesus unto him, Go and do thou likewise. And so, uh, you know, one of the things is if we want God to move upon others, we need to be able to be moved upon uh, to, to buy their lunch, to, 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 to sow into other people's lives. We ought always be looking for places to sow. And if you ever find yourself in a place where you're not releasing, then it's time to, to, to get back started and get going again. When it comes to personal people, now I'm not against calling a credit card company, I'm not against calling the city of Tuscaloosa, but when it comes to personal people, we need to let God be the one to move on people upon a person. We don't need to move upon them, you know, we don't need to uh, uh, even hint. We need to go into our prayer closet, tell God our needs, and let God move upon whoever He chooses. I think we mess up really bad when we get our eyes on a specific person and say they're the ones that's going to do it. You know, it's probably going to be a least likely one than you ever thought of that God's going to be able to use to be a blessing to you and to meet your need. Faith does never put pressure on other people. Hallelujah. Faith puts no pressure on others. Faith puts pressure on the Word and the Word alone. We have a covenant. Faith puts pressure on the Word. When you begin to feel pressured by bills, you begin to feel pressured by situations, by finances, even if there's not food in your pantry, go to the Word and put the pressure on the Word. Don't let the devil pressure you with how's this going to work? I don't know what you're going to do. You're, the, all of that stuff that's coming to your mind is coming from the devil. Well, you've really blown it now. God's not going to come through this time. What if He doesn't come through this time? What's going to happen? You know, uh, there's been a lot of times when we've had to shake that off and say, well, what is the worst that could happen? They can't take away our kids. They won't do that. They don't want them. You know? Now in the Bible, they, Bible days, they took them and, as slaves and sold them, but they don't want them anymore. Kids aren't as well behaved as they weren't, were then. So they don't want your kids. Hallelujah. So they're not going to take your kids. They can't take our anointing. You know? They can't take my anointing. Yo, Tammy Faye. I, doesn't everybody just love Tammy Faye in heaven? Now, I like Tammy Faye. I'm sorry. I don't care if she made mistakes. I don't care what they did. But she used to sing a song back in the 70s, 80s, 80s, because I didn't come in the 80s. And it said, if the world didn't give it to you, the world can't take it away. I'm the only one that remembers that. But hallelujah. And if that's true, if they didn't give it to you, they can't take it away. They can't take your anointing, can they? They can't take it. Hallelujah. And Jerry Savelle wrote a book. If they can't steal your joy, they can't take your goods. 
Now, some of you, now I got you. You, I got into your generation. Hallelujah. Praise God. But it's true. If he can't steal your uh, joy, he can't steal your goods. Hallelujah. And worst case scenario, guess what? Just start over. We've done it a few times. Hallelujah. Just start over and you'll be better at this this time and it'll work better and you know how to believe God better. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. But first, don't let them steal your... Don't let them take that, the, that those things that are precious to you and don't cast away your confidence. Hallelujah. And don't back out on God and backslide and pout and cry and whine and hallelujah. I mean, think about it. What does it really matter? I don't have anything really that precious. Do y'all? Hallelujah. I just believe God so much. You know, if they come get this car, God will get me something. Hallelujah. Praise God. We got to get in perspective. That's one of the things that's awesome about faith is faith has perspective. Hallelujah. Just hold our perspective. Just stay in perspective. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Man, I'm excited about that. Thank you, Lord. Faith says God is my source. And you know, you're going to have to prove that. The Word's going to try us. We get up here, we say, oh, money coming and faith. Oh, I believe you, Lord God, you're my source. Well, you're going to have to prove it one of these days. Is God your source? Oh, we don't have any food. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Well, we do have beans. My kids won't eat that. Hallelujah. That's right. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, my kids won't drink water. They get dehydrated enough, they will. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. We got to walk this faith thing out. We're going to have to prove it. Everybody does. Oh, no, I just want that, that, that prosperity, that just abundance overflow part. Well, part of faith is believing when, when the abundance isn't there, you still believe, right? Hallelujah. Paul said, I know how to be abased and I know how to bound. And he said, it, it don't matter to me. Both of them work. It, it's, it's okay either way. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I mean, you aren't even worth nothing if you hadn't, if you hadn't had to walk by faith. If you hadn't had to believe God and, and wonder how the house payment was going to get made. We're not worth anything to God. If, if Listen, if we can't use our faith, we're not worth much. Now, we're valuable. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that. But, but He can't use us for much. Praise God. So, man, I tell you what. We got to put on the garment of praise. Take off the spirit of heaviness. There's just nothing worse than a pouting, you know, Christian. Hallelujah. Praise God. You thought, well, Miss Debbie, you're preaching real good, and I want to preach, and I want to be like you. Well, yeah, and your words will try you everything you say. Now, that's the truth. Hallelujah. I, sometimes I think, why are you saying that? You don't want to say that because you don't want to have to walk through that. Hallelujah. Just want to, just hallelujah. But I want to talk to you tonight, and this is one of the reasons I have these things on the wall, these 
these things are called targets. I want to talk to you about aiming your faith. Because we talked about these things, these uh, these five, three parts to prosperity. And everybody likes number one, covenant. God, pre-blessed. He's all about it. He loves me. He wants me blessed. Hallelujah. Access to promises. Access to power. Lord, you just take care of it. But we're going to have to sit down and take the time to aim our faith one by one on the swoops situations in our life. Hallelujah. One by one. And too many times. You know, uh, I just saw this. I wanted Pastor to get me a gun. And I wanted when you shoot it. And I wanted to wear that and I wanted to wear some goggles tonight because I thought it would be a great effect. Hallelujah. But I didn't get all that. And uh, hallelujah. They're most <laughs> <laughs> My kids really thank him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so, um, but you know, I think a lot of times we've got our faith gun and we just kind of shoot in the general direction. Just, yeah, hallelujah. Yeah, I agree with that, Pastor. Yes, amen. Yes, prosperity is mine. But we don't take the individual challenges of our life that... That one bill, and aim our faith right at that one bill. That, that one, it could be anything. It could be a health thing. It doesn't even have to be finances. But tonight we happen to be talking about prosperity. We don't aim our faith at that one pair of shoes that we need. Oh, I wouldn't want to do that because I want him to give me a million isn't that how a lot of times we think? I remember in my younger days thinking, oh my word, I couldn't name an amount I'm believing for, Lord, because that might not be enough. I really had those thoughts. It's like, wow, you know, so just, just bless me everywhere all you can, bunches and bunches and... And, you know, we don't ever really get anything. We don't, I, I'm, I'm concerned that some of you have faith, but you're not getting anything with your faith. You don't really have any faith. You don't have any specific faith victories to say, I believe God for that, and I got it. A couch, a sofa. I, you know, uh, Laquina didn't have any furniture. She moved to Tuscaloosa, and she, she was on that start over program completely over start with nothing uh hallelujah where are we going to sleep tonight program and she started there but she just kept her faith and kept her attitude and nobody in this church hardly knew it and because you didn't hear anybody com her complaining and she didn't wind us and say well pastor couldn't you please help me and and uh you know she never did that Hallelujah. And I know probably there were some people that sowed something, but I can tell you it wasn't enough to take care of it. It just, it was just that, it fed her that day. You know, so, and I'm not trying to embarrass her or nothing, but there's nothing wrong with starting, or starting there. And I tell you what, in a year, has it been a year yet? Yeah, a year. She's passed some of y'all in what she has gotten in faith victories this year simply because she was willing to target her faith. And last week, she, she'd been targeting her faith this to have some furniture in the house. And, uh, and uh, 
she targeted her faith on a sofa, and last Saturday she got her sofa, right? Was that Saturday? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. But, you know, just taking the tar, just tar, aiming her faith, aim your faith. Aim your faith right at something. And then take the promises of God. And then speak the word. Hallelujah. And then don't let up. Praise God. And, uh, you know, sometimes we, we have too many bills and we say, well, I, I don't want to just aim at one bill. Well, why not? Because that might be how you get that supernatural debt reduction. They might just say, well, you know, we're just going to forget that. You know, and, and you know, and we don't go after our faith for them to just forget it. Don't go after them to forget it. Go after God to meet the need. And then however He chooses to do it. Hallelujah. But I, a lot of times one reason we don't target or aim our faith is because it would hold us... I think we believe it would restrict us. Like, for instance, you know, you say, Okay, God, I'm believing you for $100 to buy something or to pay a bill. And then $100 comes in and we go, Well, yeah, but we want to do this. And when you do that, not only do you, uh, you damage your faith, but you... Uh, you break that, that uh, trust that God has in you. Hallelujah. You say, well, another bigger need came or, or my emotions wanted this or, or my kid wanted this. Well, there's, you know what? I tell you what, we need to quit being led by the, our kids and be led by God and led by the Spirit. And I think sometimes we need to, that's why we don't specific and target and just aim, our, aim at something. So I'm challenging you tonight to find out some things that you need from God. And maybe you're to the point where you, you, you know, uh, listen, if you've got needs and you've got bills that need to be paid and you've got shoes that need to be bought, forget the wants right now. Hallelujah. Well, I want my desires. Well, that's our problem in America is that we want our desires. And God says, use your faith on what you need. And then you'll get to the desire part. Hallelujah. And don't be surprised if God doesn't throw in some surprises even in the desire part that you didn't have to have, that you didn't even ask for, or you could have done without for a while longer. But we need to aim, aim right at what we need. Hallelujah. And that's why at the beginning of the year I talked to you about a dream book. Some of you did that. I just would bet Laquina did it. I don't know if anybody else, but I bet she did. And so we, uh, this is one way that you can, it's a good way, because it, it gets it before your eyes, and it gets it in your heart, and it reminds you. And that's uh, one of the big keys is, in fact, I'll just wait before I do that, and I'll give you uh, four things about aiming your faith. No, five things. Number one, determine the need or the desire. In other words, you need a plan for your faith. We're just way too general. Like I said, we're just, you know, nobody goes out to the driving range and just just shoots a gun and just, just hopes it hits somewhere out in there. No, they take aim. And these are very special targets. I, I wanted just little paper targets, but these are special. And uh, they cost extra, but that's all they had. They're dirty bird targets. 
And that's what it says, dirty burden. And what it is, is, is when you hit this target, it shatters so that you can see it. Whereas those paper ones just made a little hole and you couldn't see it from a distance. But this makes kind of a mess. Like a big mess there. And you'd say, oh yeah, I hit it. Because it, it's big and it's white. It'll be white. It turns white where it hits and it, it shatters. In case y'all are in the, y'all want to get some of those. And I'll sell these for $8.95. The whole package. Because I'll be through with my demonstration here. <laughs> Or I'll make you a discount. That's the actual retail price. <laughs> but that, hallelujah. Anyway, uh, so we need to determine what the need or desire is. We've got to find out what am I going to aim my faith at. Hallelujah. And uh, sometimes that requires fellowship, especially when it comes to desires. Listen, if you've aimed your faith before and you didn't get it, you messed up somehow. We don't have condemnation. I don't condemn myself when I mess up. But a garland, when I aim my faith and it didn't go the way I thought, it's like I messed up. I didn't have the full plan. Hallelujah. I didn't see the big picture yet. I didn't see everything God knew about stuff. I know I had some, two, I was looking back today at some 2010 prayer targets for the church over in Coker. And I looked, I said, well, that's obvious. I didn't have enough revelation. When I wrote those down, I had, didn't know enough. And you know, it's okay. If you, if you aim your faith, be better to aim and, and God have to straighten, out, straighten you out and say, well, let's aim at something else a little different, you know, than to not aim at all. But, you, you know, the more we can fellowship with the Lord and find out what He says instead of just getting, just kind of saying, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, pastor says, man, I'm believing God for a, or Lisa, she's a better example. I'm believing God for a new Mercedes, and this time I want it to be blue. And you go, yeah, me too. I want one too, Lord. Well, you hadn't, you hadn't asked God. You don't have a clue. I, or, you know, you like, well, yeah, I want one of them Volkswagen Beetles, and you got five kids. Wouldn't that be dumb? <laughs> Hallelujah. You may be in the minivan stage. God bless you and help you. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Been there, done that. We do not want to go back to minivan stage, me and Pastor. Hallelujah. But we, but hallelujah, at one time that was a faith goal. Hallelujah. We needed one, not just for our kids, but we had a whole Christian school full of kids we needed to tote around. And so, praise God, we got our minivan. God showed us how to get it. You know, God will show you how to get things when you don't have money to get them. If you'll spend time fellowshipping with Him. And this comes on there. That's what you know. So you can't just sit down and say, okay, let's make a dream book. Let's just cut every picture out we see of anything that looks good. And we want a Lamarmagini and we want, I don't even know if I'm saying that right. And I don't even know what one looks right, like. And I'm pretty sure I don't want anything since that low to the ground. Hallelujah. Or, you know, we have, we come up with all sorts of things. Oh, yeah, I want one of them diamonds. And, uh, hallelujah. And, and we owe, and we owe some bill over here, and it's past due. Now, that's misguided faith, folks. Let's get our faith pinpointed. Praise God. Okay. So, determine the need or desire, number one. Number two, find a promise. And this should be not just, well, let's just see if we can find something that, Let's, let's get a revealed word. Hallelujah. I like it when God reveals a, a word. 
you know, then you really have something to stand on. I praise God. Number three, release your faith. You've got your, you've got the target. You got your aim. Hallelujah! Now, when you've got a promise, you and you know you're in. You've got the will of God. You know this is His will. Ask Him. If you don't know if something His will, ask Him, and He'll show you. You'll get, you know, you'll get kind of a like, you know. And listen, anything you can have faith for anything for three days. It's what can you have faith for a month from now or a year from now or six months from now if Jesus, if it was to take that long. And so uh, so then number three, we actually release our faith. Father, I come to you. I, I know I've fellowshiped with you. And listen, if you've got an unpaid bill, you don't even have to. You can skip the fellowship with God part and find out his will. It is his will for you to get those bills paid. Amen. So, hey, that makes that easy. But I'm talking about on the desire part. You might need to spend some time and find out, is this in the plan? You know, if, you, if God knows baby number three is coming next year, you might want to skip the Mini Cooper. I'm not referring to anybody. <laughs> I know somebody believing for one, but I'm not referring to that. But that is truth, wouldn't it be? Hallelujah. Well, I tell you what, you don't want a two-door anything if you've got kids. <laughs> Trust me, I've been there. Pastor bought me a two-door Mercury Cougar, and we had Colin. Hallelujah. But that, that was before car seats. You know, you could just throw the kid anywhere in the car. It, did, it didn't matter. They could stand up in the front seat and, you know, did it a lot of times. Slammed on the brakes many times and started trying to catch a kid over here for have picked him up out of the floorboard before. And, you know, in the, hallelujah. He lived to tell about it. Now, you know, we did live in Seagraves, so there was not too much danger. But that's the truth. One time we was going to... Uh, Granny Hixie's down in Abilene, and Colin spent the entire trip in the back seat of the cougar coloring all over the seats. <laughs> he would deny it. He denies everything that we say he did. Hallelujah. <laughs> anyway, I don't know, but I didn't do that. No. Anyway, okay. So we're going to release our faith. And when we release our faith, we should have a we should make note on this day, I release my faith. And sometimes that comes like in a service. Somebody gives you a word of knowledge. I know we went to a service recently and uh, I got a word from the man of God for restored knee cartilage. And so my thing now is in Jesus' name, thank you, Lord, that on April 15th at 7.23 p.m., I received new cartilage in my knee. And it don't matter what it looks like, what it feels like. It don't matter. You may see me walking like that's not true, but it, it's true. It's true. I received it April 15th. So get it in writing. Get it. Um, the man of God told me I'd write it on everything I had. Hallelujah. Number four. Give thanks and praise. We don't know. We quit praying. Once we've released our faith, we don't pray and say, Oh God, please pay this bill. We don't do that. We thank Him. Lord, we thank you, Lord. Thank you. The bill's paid. 
I know the creditor's still calling. I know bills are still coming in the mail. But bless God, it's paid. It's paid. Hallelujah. Now, there's an old song. Y'all want me? I'm just on an old song now. You know, I think Gail sang this. I'm, you may not know how. You may not know when. And that's how, that's the truth. But God's, God's done it. It's done. Hallelujah. Num, uh, number five, stay motivated. If you, are, if you lose your faith momentum, you have to start over. And if you did lose your faith momentum, start over. Start over. But stay motivated. And one good way to stay motivated is, of course, thanking and praising God, but also this book that we talked about, this dream book. Now, Pastor and I, we sometimes we're sitting in our sunroom in the morning drinking coffee. We were doing this better before we started moving to this location. <laughs> but now, you know, he's like getting up and leaving, me sitting there by myself. So anyway... And we have pictures. We took the time to make pictures, print them on the computer. You could also tear out pictures. Some of these are... And and then, and then we actually put the day, we put it in the book. And so when I... Here's the... Here, I'll show you this first one because this one happened this year. But I had my... Uh, we knew we wanted to sell this motor home. And so I didn't write sold on there when it happened. I wrote sold on there the day I put it in there. Hallelujah. And so we would go through this book and we'd say, Thank you, Lord. We didn't even have it in the paper yet. And we'd say, Thank you, Lord. This motor home is sold. Now, God, we got some people to agree with us. I know Eric and Anita, they had a house to sell in Northport. So we said, Will you agree with us and we'll agree with you? We made an agreement trade. Hallelujah. And they sold their house also in Northport. And, uh, and, then, uh, and then one night we was out Victorious Life. And I, about two days before, the Lord had dealt with me about sowing a seed for the sale of the motorhome. And so we were sitting there, and I just felt quickened in my heart so to sow a seed into Vicki Avery. And, and so I sowed a seed, and I said, now I'm sowing this seed for the sale of a motorhome. I want you to agree with us. She says, I'm in agreement, and I won't come out. And so, so it, many times, most of the time, God will make you, lead you. He'll never make you do anything. Lead you to sow a seed for whatever it is you're believing for. I mean, if you owe $1,500, he may lead you to sow a $100 seed or a $50 seed. But it's a good trade. <laughs> it's a good trade. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So then on the day it sold and we had the check in our hand. And one day, you know, God corrected us along the way. One Monday, we was praying and thanking God for it. And uh, one of us said... We're going to sell that mo We're selling that motorhome this week. I, later on, I was praying. Just a couple hours later, I was praying, and the Lord said, you know, you don't need to say that, that you're selling it this week. It's sold. Hallelujah. So, praise God. And then, this is, a, this is an offering envelope. This is the million-dollar tithe. Because God told me two years ago, Two years ago this spring to believe for the million dollar tithe to come into. And so I had to re, re the vision. See, this is where we get messed up sometimes. God gives the man the vision, the people the vision. The visions, God doesn't prophesy to buildings. So it don't matter where, what building. If we were out here in a pup tent or, or, a, or a tent like Oral Roberts had, a big tent and having church the vision is to us as a people and to pastor it's not to a building in in coker alabama so the vision just 
the vision for the million dollar tithe, it just came with us. It just came right past the name change. It just came past everything. Hallelujah. And then that's something private. And this is the mortgage on our house. And I've got it wrote paid in full. A picture of the mortgage. Uh, hallelujah. And then this is something personal I'm believing for, God told me. And then here's some just fun stuff I'm believing for. And then there's a bill. Hallelujah. And so, you know, praise God. And so we just go through that book. Thank you, Lord, for this. And thank you, Lord. God, you're ordering our steps. And this is in your timing. And we just praise you, Lord God. But we know these are things that you desire for us and you want us to have. And, and you know, praise God. Hallelujah. We could just go on and on. Hallelujah. Praise God. So let's aim. Let's aim our faith. I want us to aim at some stuff tonight. I want you, you may, you know, I know sometimes it's like, oh my word, I got so many areas, what would I aim on? Well, aim at something. You know, sometimes it's just like, well, uh, I, I think sometimes we need to narrow it down and make it smaller, even when it comes to people. Like, um, like for instance, maybe you're believing that your, your son will do something, he'll do this or he'll do that. Well, why don't you just believe that tomorrow, you, you know, God will do something specific in his life. And I don't know, you can get that narrowed down to, a, you know, just a, to, a, to, just, just to a littler faith project than, than God's going to. And, and yet all the while we're still believing God's getting them off of drugs. God's getting them in the word. He, they're getting they're preaching the gospel. But, you know, hallelujah, maybe we need to just pinpoint one area of their life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So uh, we need to aim at some things tonight. So this is all just family here tonight. So uh, is there anybody here who says, I want to aim my faith and I want you all to help me. Now that would be bold, but we are a bold people and a bold church. And if I can tell you all my faith projects, then if you, okay, you want to aim your faith. Amen. Yes. Okay. Hallelujah. We're gonna aim. We're gonna aim at uh, Melissa's credit card right here, right there. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Well, Garland, just help her. Just agree with her right now. Hallelujah. We'll just we'll agree with you, but while you agree with her. Praise God. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Yeah, let's see. Let's see. May 16th at uh, 8.01 p.m. Hallelujah. Praise God. That credit card's paid off. Anybody else say, I want to aim my faith at something? Okay, Jennifer does. You want your house paid off, paid for. Hallelujah. Hey, hey. wait a minute, 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 wait, 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 wait. Let's back up here. I like to take the limits off of God. Do you want, so I, you know, I, I does it matter what house, just as long as it's a paid for house? Think about that. Hmm. 
Huh? You want the house you're living in. Okay, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Eric, can you can you aim your faith with Jennifer's faith toward that? Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Now you've got to be able to sustain this. Okay, Shanita, you've got to sustain this. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Why don't you, Lisa, aim your faith with Shanita, okay? For her, I paid for her house. Paid. That house? The house she's in, okay. Amen. Okay, Laquina's going to aim her faith. Okay, Lord, a goodly house. We goodly house. We get it. Goodly, goodly. A what? Hallelujah! Praise God. I'm gonna say this, and you can say what. You, but what difference in the world does that make? <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Well, don't let... My point is, is uh, it's like, what difference does that make? Hey, God, that wouldn't limit you or anything in any way. Hallelujah. Praise God. Yeah, He don't care what your credit score is. Hallelujah. Praise God. Okay, let's see. Where, who's, does anybody say, I, I got that one? Jennifer, can you agree with Laquina for a house? Yeah, that Jennifer. <laughs> Go ahead and release your faith with her if you want something. Thank you, Lord. Amen. And it is supernatural. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, uh, uh, you know, with an 800 credit score, your dog could get a house. <laughs> Hallelujah. So we're going to get it no matter what the credit score is. Hallelujah. You want us to aim the faith at something specific? A job. Okay, Pamela wants a job. Glory. Hallelujah. Go ahead and aim with Pamela if you want something too. Hallelujah. Okay, Leanne, it's your turn to aim with Pamela. Yeah, for a job. I, I yeah, I don't care. Whatever you. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. I don't want to cut anybody off. So now it's winding up. So if you want us to, ain't okay. Bank loan paid off. Hallelujah. Praise God. Who wants to help her aim her faith with that? Anybody say, I want to do that. I'll, I'll do that. You know, even that can be a seed you sow for what you need when you uh, aim your faith with her, with her. Okay, Jennifer, aim your faith with Leanne to get this bank loan paid off. This Jennifer, this... <laughs> Amen. Amen. Okay. Somebody say, I, I need somebody to help me aim my faith. You know, it's just something powerful about two. The Bible says two's better than one. Three-fold cords not easily broken. 
Hallelujah. Somebody else. Anybody say yes? Okay, Jennifer. Okay. Okay. Hallelujah. Well, Pastor, the zapper. <laughs> Amen. Okay. Did we get everybody that's well, that's wanting to speak it out and say it tonight? Hallelujah. That doesn't mean you're not aiming your faith just because you didn't speak it tonight. You may just have gotten agreement with somebody else or, you know, or maybe you're still mulling it over. Hallelujah. Just take on what your faith can handle, but uh, put first things first and aim your faith. Hallelujah. Praise God. Pastor. You know, the reason she's teaching this is because it works for us. I, when we didn't know anything, you know, I just was nothing. No, didn't know anything. Put that motorcycle picture, that ACE 750 Honda, just it was just a dream put it on my filing cabinet and worked in front of it all day and just worked in front of it all just saw it but never did really shun diet or you know carry on or anything then when i went to tulsa you know this story tell it all the time she went down there and said i'm going to buy him a motorcycle what have you got and they roll this one out she said i'll take it and comes home and it is exactly the model that is on my filing cabinet then later on, I think, I this little punk won't go down the interstate. I need me a hoss. I need something big. And so uh, I get me a picture of a Goldwing and put it on the filing cabinet. And that's what came to me, that picture. And it was a rare one. It was, it was, and then we had that black Lexus. We put that on there, and it showed up, that little GS. I'm telling you, this, it's, it's what you start reflecting out of your heart you'll start possessing it and it'll see it and that's what we do we see this kingdom this ministry this this life we're living we see you prosperous we meditate on you being prosperous and being ministers of the gospel and being strong in the lord and your troubles just being conquered and just being delivered we see that in you but you, like she said, you got to see it. You got to get up, and, and faith just says, today is my day. And every day you get up and say, today is my day. I got it today. And you, you just got to get it. You go, well, what if it doesn't happen that day? It did happen that day. What you see and what you feel has nothing to do with anything. Appreciate that. That was hallelujah. I think we ought to be able to see.